WNTC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Back at it one more time. Last hour of the show and a good one. A lot of hoops talk. We got Big Ten Media Days going on. Plenty to talk about this final hour of the program. You can join us as well at 515-264-1700 as we go back out to the Draft House 50 hotline. Our man Kevin Lehman, you hear him and see him calling college basketball all throughout the year. And he joins us right now to talk a little summer hoops. Kevin, what's going on? Hey, Trent, it's all sports day here on the Big Talker. Yes, yes. We've uh, we've hit a little bit of everything today. Baseball, football, basketball, the main ones. We haven't touched hockey, I guess. We, we haven't touched any boxing, nothing like that. But the main sports, we're hitting hot, hard today. How about that? Well, it's, it's a good Monday to do that. Of course, you've got the Big Ten football media days going on in Chicago. So, uh... That season is coming sooner than we think. It happens every year. We wait. Oh, boy, the summer's too long. Then it sneaks up, and the last part of it goes way too fast before uh, we get ready for football season. But we're here to talk some basketball and, well, got to talk about the champions of the primetime league. Uh, Jack Nunchi and company putting it together, getting things done. Let's start with the freshmen. It seems like kind of that's been the, the calling card throughout is what we've seen out of these two freshmen, both Nunji and Garza, coming in. Another big performance last night. Tell us about what you saw this summer out of the MVP of the PTL, Jack Nunji. Well, Jack Nunji is a special player, Trent. I don't know if you're going to see him up close, but he reminds a little bit of a European-style player. He's 6'11". I think he's still growing. He may be a 7-footer before he's done with the Hawkeyes. Great skill level soft hands, and he rebounds outside his area code, especially off the offensive end. He is on the glass and blocks shots, blocks shots from behind, much as we saw Jared Utah do. I don't know if he'll break the starting lineup for Iowa because physically he's not quite ready for the rigors of the Big Ten for extended minutes, but he is certainly going to help them. And you know, if I'm Fran McCaffrey, I don't think I start him because at some point those freshmen hit the wall if they're not physically ready and it ruins their confidence. But he'll be a big impact. I bring him off the bench. Matchup nightmare for the Hawkeyes. You know, he was kind of billed as a guy, as a, a Utah starter kit. He's skinny, but he seems to be at least further along than Utah was you know, before his freshman season. Of course, he redshirted up in Wisconsin that first year, but he seems to be physically farther along than Utah was. Was that fair? Yes, he is, and longer than Utah. There's a number of times where there's a missed shot, and he's on the glass not only tipping it in, but sometimes he's just taking it above the rim and dunking it on the putback. And we didn't see Jared Utah do this. This guy is long and talented. And he didn't shoot the three real great here in the summer league, but his form's good, struggled a little bit at the free-throw line, but his ability to score inside, outside, he understands the game. He is a great and willing passer, understands curl cuts. Uh, really, ex- He's got kind of that it factor about him, Trent. There's just something special about this guy that you can tell he has a high basketball IQ and knows how to play the game. We have an old saying, he knows where the hoop has been hung, and he can find it. <laughs> Well, the other side of that uh, big man tandem coming in for the freshman class is Luca Garza. 
a little more decorated coming out of high school, guy that had maybe a few more accolades. He's your prototypical big guy, though, not going to wow you with athleticism. Did play the last couple of games. Uh, a small injury doesn't sound like anything too concerning as they get ready for their trip over to Europe. But uh, your thoughts on guards as you saw him throughout this summer? Well, Trent, he didn't play the championship game. Uh, I think he took a knee to the thigh a little bit earlier and played a couple games with it. And uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes just want to shut him down and get him healthy before they take that trip overseas. But when you look at Luca Garza, the two things that him and Jack Nungy both do, they have really soft hands. They can catch anything thrown in their area with left or right hand. And, and you hit it on the head. Now, Garza's not quite as athletic and fluid as Nungy is, but he also knows where they hung the hoop. He is around the basketball, around the rim, can shoot the three just enough to spread you out, but he is relentless on the offensive glass and has outstanding footwork. He can pin you on the block. He's going to give you a little look over his right shoulder, and his drop step with his left foot is unstoppable, at least in this summer league. Again, how does it relate to the Big Ten? Hey, these guys are going to be really, really good Big Ten players. Well, good news there. There is one more incoming freshman. It's the coach's son, Connor McCaffrey, as he'll be coming in, but redshirting this year. Uh, we got the play on, what, about six weeks back now, kind of First year going to be really dedicated to basketball, but saw him practice or to baseball, excuse me, but saw him practicing with the baseball team. We're not sure if he's going to go over to Europe. Do you think there's any way all of a sudden we might see Connor McCaffrey out there on the basketball floor this year, or is this issue completely over? Oh, I think if there's an injury in the backcourt, because if the Hawkeyes are fit anywhere, it's at that point guard position. Mm -hmm. And we know how talented and much depth in the front line. If there was an injury, you might see Connor McCaffrey throw off that red shirt and give the Hawks a little help. Because the question mark right now of Iowa that most people say, okay, after Bohannon, who is your point guard? Yeah. Now, I think it's going to be Brady Ellingson because he handles the ball. He doesn't wow you, but he does not turn it over. He can spread you out with a three ball. And maybe Christy Williams a little bit, but I like Williams more at that wing spot. Yeah, uh, interesting. And, and something that I've always felt Christian Williams was miscast in that point guard role, just as good as he is defensively, doesn't have that fluidity that you look for in a point guard. Seems like they really struggle uh, to set up the offense, and you hope Ellingson can able to do that. But that leads to the next point for me, and you talk about the backcourt. If I was going to be really good next year, a, a team that is competing for a regular season title and competing for a top four or five seed in the NCAA tournament, I think Isaiah Moss is that biggest component because they have the point guard in Bohannon. They have so many options up front. They need a guy that can fill it up, play some defense on the other end. The difference between just being a solid team and a really good team, I think it's going to be Isaiah Moss. Well, I thought you were going to ask me what's the biggest key for the Hawkeyes next year, and that was the name that was going to be on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Now, when you see Isaiah Moss, he, he looks the part. Now, he's 6'5", 210, great-looking body, uh, can score in the open court. Now, can he help them in the half court and knock down those threes? I think Ellison really will also, but Moss gives you that athletic guy that's going to be really good in the open court. And this is an Iowa team, guys. We know, Trent, that they can score points. Yeah. They can really score points, and they're going to even do that more with the addition of Nunji and Garza. And as Moss 
evolves. But I think it comes down to, we say this every year, who's the defensive stopper for the Hawks? Who can stop a mellow Trimble? Who can stop somebody that really gets it going? Because I watched Trimble get in the gaps of that zone for Iowa uh, when Maryland beat him here in Carver Hawkeye. they got to be able to get a defensive stopper. At some point, you've got to make multiple stops with your man-to-man defense. That's the one thing they haven't done consistently for Fran McCaffrey. Yeah, and we saw, you know, by the time that Gasell and Woodbury and that group, by the time they were juniors and seniors, they had taken big step forwards, but it took a while to get there. And you expect that to be the case with this team as they grow, even though the individual parts maybe aren't outstanding on the ball defenders. You learn as you play in the college program what it takes to get stops on that end, and that is still the question mark with this team. Another question mark, what do you do with Nicholas Bear? Confident coming off the bench can add some scoring scoring spark you know, for you coming off the bench with that second unit, but he's certainly one of the best five players on this team. If uh, Fred McCaffrey pulled you aside and said, Kevin, what should I do with Bear? You starting him or bringing him off the bench? Well, Trent, that's another outstanding question because I've tossed that back and forth and watched him play here this summer because Nicholas Bear is so valuable coming off the bench because he'll change the game with his energy level. And you like a six-man that does that. It makes the defense change. It makes the other team make adjustments. So Bear is really good in that spot. But I'm kind of with you, Trent. He may be too good to keep out of the starting lineup. And if you look at that, who are you going to put in there? Is it going to be Ellingson? I like him coming off, backing up that one and two spot. So I think Nicholas Bear may have to start at that three spot. Mm-hmm. Nunji, I think, is going to be a huge factor in that wing and give him some great minutes. And there's another guy that's going to change the game because he's going to come in at 6'11", high skill level. Well, who are you going to guard him with if he's playing that three spot? Right, right. And, and on the other end, you know, we've seen Iowa in past years be effective at changing defenses, throwing different zones, going 1-3-1, going 2-3, doing some different things there. And it's something, Kevin, I think we talked about this in the past. I would love to Fran to really hone in on a certain zone defense instead of the switching something that they can really rely upon. And with the link that they have in the front court, I think maybe a 1-3-1 is something that they could be effective. If you're running a 1-3-1, though, you know you're going to have some height on the outside. How important would it be for Bohannon to maybe take a step forward defensively, even though he's not going to be playing man, if they would go to that 1-3-1? Well, you know, the key with the one three one is big wings. So when you talk about the talent they have with Nunji being great size and uh, Tyler Cook we haven't talked mm-hmm. about much, their ability to move laterally because that backside wing's got to cover a lot of ground. And you like to put a big guy in the point. So I don't know if maybe you take, if you're going to play that, you put Bohannon in the middle of that and, and put someone with some link like Moss at the top key. We've okay. seen... Fran do that. He's had Nicholas Bear on the top, but he's changed zones. Now, I can, in my back of my mind, I remember watching that TCU game where uh, Jamie Dixon, the coach, put Jay Robinson, their point guard, in the middle of Iowa's zone, and he really hurt them in that zone. And I remember, as I mentioned earlier, Melo Trimble just finding gaps in the perimeter, knocking down threes. Uh, at some point, you got to you got to man up and make some stops, man to man. But the way Fran plays. Think about how the rules have changed to favor the offense. You're seeing more and more teams play multiple zones uh, because it's hard to guard guys one-on-one now because you can't touch them. There's no more hand-checking. Mm-hmm. You can't get in that offensive player's cylinder. So you're seeing more and more zone concepts on a lot of 
coaches that never played zone in the past. You know, Kevin, uh, another spot that you go through, we haven't even talked about Ryan Craner. It seemed like he took a big step forward here this summer, uh, had an injury late, but still Craner's going forward. They have so many weapons up front. Five minutes is going to be tough for Fran. I love Ryan Craner. I love his game. He's got that long torso, those wide hips to bang people around, and he knows how to use his body. Now, here's a great story about Craner because he got put on a team with another post player mm-hmm. in the summer league. And we try not to do that. And Randy Larson apologized to Ryan Craner and said, Hey, sorry you're with another post guy. Craner looked at him dead serious and said, Lars, I'm a 3 4 man. <laughs> Love it. Love it. So, yeah. So you know how those guys think. And he shot some threes in. He stretched the defense, Ryan Craner, yeah. and showed the ability to shoot the three ball. But I really like him at that five spot. I think you put him in there, Garza in there, Wagner come off the bench, he gave you some energy. And we forget to talk about Cordell Pimsel and what a factor he was as a freshman. There's another guy that high basketball IQ, knows how to use his body, and a great passer for Iowa. You know, I think Iowa, when you see uh, the way truly top 25, they're not in there. Right. I think this is the team that's really getting overlooked. I'm right there with you. We, we haven't talked about Ahmad Wagner, who started 22 games for him last year. We barely hit on Tyler Cook, who certainly looks to be the most NBA-ready out of anybody on this roster. You go through Dom Ewell, the only senior on the roster. So many weapons out there, so many different ways that they can play. Their depth is not going to be a concern with this team at all, especially in that front court. Find a minutes, you figure that out, how you're going to do that if you're Fran, keeping everybody happy. How tough is that? You've been in the coaching realm quite a bit, Kevin, when you got so many guys that feel like they should be getting minutes, is it as simple as winning cures all, or do you got to find a way to massage those egos a little bit when a guy maybe goes and has a great game and plays 18 minutes one night, and then he's down playing eight the next? How difficult it is to kind of massage that roster? Well, Fran has done an excellent job of it because I was expecting some transfers this summer because of that loaded-up roster, the new recruits coming in. But these guys have made loyal, remained loyal to the Hawkeyes. So Fran and his staff are doing something really well with this team because they seem to buy in, although they may play 25 minutes one night, 12 the next. This is the guys that really buy into what Fran's trying to do. Going on the summer tours is going to really help them kind of sort out some of these minutes and some playing time. And, and guys can kind of see where they're fitting in. Because you got ten practices before you leave on that trip to Germany and France, and you can really start to see who fits in what slot and what your roles are going to be. All right, uh, Kevin. Before we run, uh, let's look over on the other side. It's not just Hawkeye players over there. Uh, take a look at some of the Panther guys that impressed. Good to see Wyatt Lowhouse back there on the floor doing his thing. He puts together some good numbers, but. Let's start with the two guys up front, back for their senior seasons. Bennett Cook, Clint Carlson, what you saw out of those two, the importance of those two I think going to go a long way in determining if you and I can be back being a postseason team next year. Well, Bennett Cook has to rebound the basketball for the Panthers to be successful, and Bennett Cook knows that. Now, he's a guy in the past who's just rebounded in his area. He's got to really exert himself. Two problems with the Panthers last year. They were a minus seven plus on the rebounding. I mean, 7.3 minus in the rebounding margin. That is not a Ben Jason team. 
And Carlson is a guy that can you move all over the chessboard. They did it here in prime time. He knocks in threes. He's a great passer and facilitator. I want to see Clint Carlson become more hungry and say, this is my team. Get on my back. And we need a basket? Give it to me. I'm going to get it for you. They had Jeremy Morgan do it last year. Who's going to be the guy that wants the ball and the game is on the line? I think it's got to be Clint Carlson. Yeah, uh, Carlson really saw the shooting numbers take a, a step backwards last year. That was disappointing to see. You know he can fill it up from the outside when he gets hot. He had plenty of those games uh, late during his sophomore year. They need that to go forward. And uh, the surprise of the summer, Taiwan Pickford. Huge performances. We saw him play incredibly well uh, throughout this league. Now, just to slow down a little bit, we also saw Jawan McLeod last year before his freshman year have some monster performances, and it didn't exactly translate. But from what I heard, Pickford, oh boy, this kid looks like the real deal, maybe even a chance to start as a freshman. Well, he's physically ready to play in the Valley, and we've seen uh, a lot of times Northern Iowa likes to recruit those wing guys in Redstrom, such as a Spencer Holden, get him a little stronger, you know, Matt Bohannon. But Pickford physically can play right now, big, strong upper body, and he has no neck. And <laughs> used to say no neck guys play bigger than their listed height. So Pickford's coming in like six three and a half. He plays a little bigger than that. He likes the three ball. He kind of settled this summer for the three, but a lot of guys do that. I want to see him attack the rim more. I think the most important thing about this Panther team is Lowhouse back in the backcourt. Because mm-hmm. you talk about McLeod. I'm watching McLeod now. I'm not sure if he's a true point guard. Because those guys have to see what's happening two passes ahead, just as you mentioned about Christian Williams doesn't quite have it for the Hawkeyes. So I'm watching McLeod close to see, was it the fact that he had so much on his shoulders because Lohaus got hurt, or is McLeod really a scoring two-guard, have a scorer's mentality, and you play him alongside Lohaus? But you hit it right in the head, Pickford, and also Austin Fife. The freshman out of Waverly Shell Rock, he's going to help him in the front line. This is another guy that's physically ready to play for the Panthers in the Valley right now. Isaiah Brown, another uh, guy that got his feet wet last year as a freshman. Uh, thoughts on him as we you know, wrap things up here. Brown, is he going to find some minutes in the backcourt next year? Is it going to be tight for him? He's really tried to improve his defense. You know, we don't see much defense in the primetime yeah. league. But I watched Isaiah Brown really try to man up and play one-on-one defense at the half-court line, and not many guys do that in summer league. Moved his feet really good laterally. He's grown an inch, so he looks really good. He looks the part, six five and a half, six six, long wingspan, has had some games where he shot it well, but he's still an erratic jump shooter. He's got to improve on that area. But when you look at the Panthers, now, I'm liking what I'm seeing with Pickford and Brown. It gives them those long wings that you need in the Valley. You've got to have some guys at 6'5", six, 6'4", six, and physical guys to play in the Valley at that wing spot. And there, there have been times when the Panthers have been really small at that spot. And finally, uh, back here in central Iowa, Iowa State picks up another grad transfer, Zoran Talley will be coming in after he graduates from Old Dominion uh, in August. It's a late decision that comes through here, but positive news for Iowa State. We talked about not a ton of depth for the Cyclones this year. Uh, this, at the very least, looks like it's going to be able to help them out. 
a guy that can help them as long as, well, he uh, follows team rules, something that he had trouble with at Old Dominion. Well, a lot of question marks when you look at this Cyclone roster because there's so much inexperience. You know, you've got Donovan Jackson back, Wheeler Babb, Solomon Young, but after that, just not much Big Ten, or excuse me, Big 12 experience for the Cyclones. So, well, this is really a, a team that I'm kind of scratching my head. You know, how good is Cameron Lard going to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, can Wigginton come in as a freshman and really play at a Big 12 level? So Steve Prohm, this will be his most challenging year. And I thought he did a fantastic year last season of coaching that Cyclone team. He's going to have some bigger challenges this year because he's putting new pieces together, guys that haven't played together, and guys with not a lot of experience. So this will be to see if Iowa State. I think if the Cyclones can get in the NIT tournament, this is a successful season for them. I'm right there with you. Getting back, it'd be a big one. And some good news also, Terrence Lewis, one of their talented incoming freshmen, hurt his knee but no ligament damage. That according to his school spokesman uh, from Travis Hines of the Ames Tribune. So good news for the Cyclones. They need those youngsters to come up. And, Kevin, uh, we are out of time, my man. Enjoyed it. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again here during August a little bit. Got Iowa making their way over to Europe for a little hoops. And, and it's always good to time, a good time to talk basketball. You know that. Well, Trent, don't be a stranger, man. Sounds good. Kevin Lehman with us on the Draft House 50 hotline. We come back on the other side. We go and we talk with Jimmy B. He comes up next year as we continue on the Big Talker 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest. But we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. You need a big night out. And we've got it. Nickelback. Feed the Machine Tour. Friday, August 11th, 8 p.m. Iowa State Fair Grandstand in Des Moines. All the monstrous fist-pumping hits with special guest, Pop Evil. And Shaman's Harvest. Sight and sound extravaganza of their biggest songs. Nickelback rocks all the hits. Friday, August 11th, 8 p.m. Iowa State Fair Grandstand in Des Moines. New album, Feed the Machine, out June 9th. Reserve seat tickets are on sale now through etix.com and at the Iowa State Fair ticket office. Convenience charges apply to all tickets. For more information, visit iowastatefair.org. Do you see cracks in your foundation, brick, or drywall, or doors and windows that stick? These are all signs of serious settlement issues. Call Midwest Basement Systems for all things basementy. Basement waterproofing, basement structural repair, foundation settlement repair, and wall straightening and bracing too. Our engineered solutions will stabilize and lift your home back to level, putting you back on solid ground. Call Midwest Basement Systems today. Midwest Basement Systems got the fix called 2A. 
need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Monday afternoon baseball. Always something that uh, can keep you going on your first day back from the weekend. That's what we're doing here. Keeping an eye on the White Sox and the Cubs. Score there as they play now into the top of the fourth inning. Still one nothing Cubs with the lead. Back out to the Draft House 50 hotline. Jimmy B is watching the game as well. What's happening, Brinson? Hey, I'm just keeping track of what the Cubs are doing, and right now with that one nothing lead, uh, it's an entertaining game thus far, but anytime you're playing your crosstown rival, mm-hmm. although Cubs fans would call the White Sox a rival, but it's what it is. And so it's, uh, it's entertaining baseball right now, Trent. And tonight, you're staying up late tonight to watch my Twinkies and the Dodgers because... A big fat Bartolo Colon's going to be on the mound. Must watch. Yeah, it is a must. It is must see with Big Sexy on the mound. Here's the thing, though: if he gets blown out in this game, does he stay true to his word and retire? Well, that that wasn't exactly his word. It was that he is, is contemplating retirement, but he also told his mother before she passed away that he would pitch until he was 45. Yes, and that's the other piece there. I'm just hopeful, not just as a Twins fan, but because he's so awesome, is uh, that he does be able to make it through, have a good start, and keeps going. we got to see this guy out there, right? Oh, I agree. I bet that's the fun is just watching the big man roll out there. I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of you, except he has a faster fastball. That's all. Well, not much faster. I mean, it's close. He's, he's <laughs> it's pretty close. You're right. He's at 87. I'm at about 57. So a little bit of difference there. <laughs> With me and Bertolo Cologne. Well, Jimmy B, I got to put you back at what you're at best going back in time. Are you ready to go? I'm ready for, I'm ready, Mr. Peabody, uh, with with your friend Sherman, your dog Sherman for the uh, Wayback Machine. Yes. Let's take you back to 1983. Uh, Were you wearing a mustache in 1983? Uh, Yes, I was. You were in Dallas at the time? Uh, yes, I was. Yes, it was me, me, the mustache, and Ron Burgundy had nothing on me. 
1983, on this date, July 24th, 1983, it was the Tyne Park incident with George Brett and Iowa's own Tim McClellan. Take us back to that day. Any memories as that one unfolded? I, I can tell you this right now. It was one of the iconic sports video pieces that I had ever seen. And because they had gone to that pine tar rule, there hadn't been that many rulings. In fact, I can't remember if this was the first one or not. But nothing of the magnitude after Brett had hit the home run mm -hmm. and had rounded the bases, gone into the dugout, and up comes the challenge, and McClellan looks at the bat, studies it for a minute or so, and then throws the right hand up in the air and calls him out. And Brett comes running out of the dugout. I thought he was going to try to tackle McClellan. Yeah. I really did. But he put the brakes on, and man, oh, man, did they ever go at it. I mean, it is, it's, it's one of the best, I suppose, player-umpire uh, challenges that I think I have ever seen with the way that Brett uh, ran after him coming out of the dugout. It's it's great video. It really is. Yeah, the way his eyes bulge out. Oh. I watched it earlier today. It's, it is something that I'm sure most people have seen, if you have it, if you're a youngster, if you're one of the millennials out there that don't know exactly what we're talking about or maybe heard about it but haven't seen the video. Jimmy B., this is one that you just have to see how crazy he looked. The look in George Brett's eyes as he's going out there, it looks like a guy that absolutely lost it. He did lose it. There, there's no question that he had definitely lost it at, at that particular time. I mean, they had to pull him away to get him away from Tim McClellan. And look, you and I both know Tim. He's a big guy. Yes, and yes. Not, not a guy that you really wanted to mess with. But Brett is no small guy either. And I mean, they were face-to-face, spit-to-spit. It was, uh, you, you, you're right, Trent. You have, to, you have to go see the video to really appreciate what really transpired there when McClellan threw the right arm up in the air to call him out. <laughs> uh, unbelievable and, and some great stuff. Hey, speaking of great stuff, Iowa State, did you see uh, over the weekend, it was actually on Friday, uh, Thursday night, Friday, the announcement came down that the Cyclone basketball team's got another grad transfer coming in and one that'll be eligible to play right away next season as long as he gets everything done with his classwork at Old Dominion in Zoran Tally. Certainly good news there for Coach Perlman Company. You know, we, we talk about this all the time, being the mystery game, mm -hmm. the Iowa State Magical Mystery Tour. Sorry, I just stole that from the Beatles. I couldn't help it. But... It's, it's true, Trent. We have no idea what this team is going to look like. None, none whatsoever. We don't even know who the starting five are going to be. Mm -hmm. So, uh, look, this is going to be really, really special once basketball begins. And we know who Iowa's got. We know, that we know who the, what the pieces are that will be in play, at least for the Hawkeyes. For Iowa State, it's a coin flip. And you really don't know how these young guys are going to perform in Big 12 games. Now, it's, it's one of those situations where you think they're all big-time players, and Cameron Laird gets the defensive player of the Cap Cities League, but what does that really 
really mean. It's just uh, an above-average scrimmage is, is all it is, and, and the same for the PTL. But it's, you, I, I guess maybe the, the excitement about college basketball mm-hmm. for, for both schools, for that matter, for Iowa and Iowa State, for Hawk fans, they're thinking, oh, my God, we're going to be so good because we got all these guys coming back, and the two new guys, they're the big guys, Nunji and Garza, they look terrific. And then for Cyclone fans, it's going to be, what the hell is going on here? I feel like I'm doing Vince Lombardi. It's, it's one of those things where I think the intrigue about what Iowa State is, A, going to look like, and B, what they're going to play like, is really going to be a major story once we get into wintertime. So many questions. The, the grad transfers, Beverly, Hans Brace, now this new one with Tally, Cameron Laird. We see he was named a MVP, defensive MVP of the Cap Capsidal League. Average three blocks a game, almost 15 rebounds a contest. But we haven't seen these guys at the Big 12 level, and that's what's going to change certainly with all of them coming up this year. With that, Jimmy B., we're out of time, my man. We will uh, talk again tomorrow, and hopefully we've got everything set up and you'll be able to join us for the full three hours. Can you do that? I hope that I hope that's the case, pal. If not, we'll just have to do the phone thing one more time, and then I'll have it taken care of for sure by Wednesday. That sounds awesome, Jimmy B. Talk to you later. Later. We'll come back on the other side. Put a cap on things as we'll be joined by Greg Steven. He is the director of the Iowa Barnstormers AU basketball program. Tons of great talent. They won a couple of titles, and they're heading right now to Vegas. That's right, making their way to Vegas for the Adidas big competition out there. Iowa making waves on the AAU circuit. A lot of Big Ten and Big 12 potential players, MVC players. We'll talk about that group coming up on the other side with Greg Steven as he joins us. Jimmy B at TC from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. Hey, Des Moines, I'm Dave Ramsey. Join me every Monday through Friday from 9 till noon. Courtesy of Mediacom Careers on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money-back guarantee and here's their best offer ever for a limited time go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code des moines to take advantage of mike's four-pack special you'll get 50 percent off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows and free shipping oh. 
away dirt and grime and bring out your vehicle shine with super savings on O'Reilly Car Wash. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a gallon bottle of O'Reilly Car Wash for $3.99. Clean, shine, and protect your vehicle with O'Reilly Car Wash on sale for $3.99 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. From Charlene Harris. The acclaimed author behind True Blood comes a thrilling new drama, Midnight, Texas. Midnight sits on powerful mystical energy. In Midnight, only outsiders fit in. Where are you exactly? Vampires run right for it. But when their town is threatened, these misfits will band together and fight. I'll help however I can. Midnight, Texas premieres tonight on NBC. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Welcome back here to the program. Right now we go out to the Draft, line, draft House 50 hotline. Greg Steven is there. He is the program director for the Iowa Barnstormers. No, not the football team. The basketball team that continues to light it up. Some great accomplishments happening this summer on the AAU circuit for them. And he joins us right now. Greg, good afternoon. How are things with you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, doing well. Getting excited. A lot of basketball and the kind of culmination of the AAU schedule coming up. You guys are getting ready to head out to Vegas. Yeah, this is, uh, this is really the big one for the end of the year. We, uh, um, we actually just got home last night. We, we played in Lawrence, Kansas, uh, yesterday and, uh, everything kind of rolls together for me. I, I don't really know what day of the week it is or any that kind of stuff this time of year, but, uh, uh, got home last night, probably 11 o'clock, 1130 uh, in the bus. By the time I got done dropping all the kids off, and I had, uh, a, you know, kids back at my doorstep, uh, getting ready to take off again here at 730 this morning. So we, uh, we're, at, we're actually heading to Des Moines right now. We're driving over to the airport, and we fly out here this afternoon, so we'll, we'll get in Vegas here this afternoon. Well, you guys have uh, brought home some hardware already this summer. Tell us a little bit about the Hardwood Classic, uh, the group that went down there in the Barnstormers, bringing home a little bit more for you guys. Yeah, no, that, that was a great event. We, uh, uh, we went down there, uh, our 15s, 16s, and 17s is what we call them, so our ninth graders, 10th graders, and 11th graders. Um, all went down there uh, for, for that event and uh, uh, started on Thursday afternoon. Um, you know, they, they started with, uh, with tool play. Um, 
on Thursday afternoon. And what they did was they, they kind of scheduled us to play against some of the other top teams that were in tennis out of the tournament. So we make sure we get some really good games right away in front of a bunch of the college coaches. Because we're in the middle of the NCAA live period where coaches come and they can watch and evaluate and see which kids they like and, and those kind of things. So, uh, so we had some really big games on Thursday, uh, played against some of the best teams out of uh, like the Missouri and Kansas City area, uh, played against uh, you know, traditionally the best team out of Minneapolis area, uh, some of those kind of programs. And then, uh, and then we started tournament bracket play on Friday, uh, you know, culminating in the, uh, the championships on, on Sunday. Well, you guys have done a whole lot. You got your uh, oldest age group, the guys that are getting ready to be seniors, uh, getting ready for things. A.J. Green, he's been a, a big name out there. Of course, his dad, a coach at UNI. Do you know when A.J., is he getting close to making a decision of where he's going to play his college hoops? You know, I know A.J. is uh, uh, he's getting closer. Um, you, know, he, you know, he just recently picked up an offer from Virginia. I know that one meant a lot to him. That was something that's really appealing to him. Um, I know he's probably going to try to take some visits here, or I assume he's going to want to take some visits here once we're done with our travel season. You know, kind of feel some things out, kind of see what happens from there. I, I don't think he's in a situation where he's going to commit anywhere tomorrow, but uh, but I do think he's starting to figure some things out and what kind of stuff he's looking for and, and, and those kind of things. He, um, uh, you know, obviously Northern Iowa is, is, is really close to home for him. Um, you know, the, the family connection in Northern Iowa is huge for him. He's known those coaches, those players, uh, you know, since since uh, since he can remember. Um, you know, some of the assistant coaches and, and, and so forth. Uh, you know, they they feel like they were the guys that babysat him when he was growing up, and so it's uh, uh, it's an interesting place for him to be in. Um, you know, there's some decisions for him to make right now. Well, a, a guy that we've been talking about, it seems like forever, but is uh, going in now to his senior year, Joe Weisskamp. Long-time commitment to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Tell, uh, tell us a little bit about his development, Greg, and what you've seen out of him continuing to expand his game now getting ready for that senior year. You know, I, I tell you, nobody talks about Joe that much because he committed. I mean, heck, he committed, I think, in the spring of his, uh, of his freshman year. I mean, you know, looking back, and it seems like a little while ago, but... Uh, uh, you know, he's kind of a forgotten guy when, when everybody talks about AJ and Joey Hauser and, and some of the other you know top players that we have in the program. Um, you know, Joey's uh, and Joe might be the best player we've ever had in the Barnstormers program. He, uh, uh, he he's athletic. He can shoot it. He's smart. He defends. He, he does everything right. And uh, uh, you know, I wish I could call him and find about three or four more guys like that. But uh, um, he, he continues to improve. He's gotten you know, he, he, he's grown. Since he committed to Iowa, um, you know, he was probably about six five when he committed. He's six four, six five. He's about six seven now. Um, he's, he's, a, he's a terrific athlete. He can really run and jump. Watch a lot of shots. Um, he, he's really developed as a, as a three point shooter. But he, but he's more than that. He can handle the ball. He can flash. He can get to the rim. And he really defends. He's turned into a he turned into a, a multi dimensional player for for us. And uh, that's pretty exciting for Iowa as well. One more uh, on the uh, class of 2018. Sam and Goley, I've seen him a lot, called a lot of his games over at Dowling Catholic. Uh, Greg, when you, you look at him, what kind of offers are starting to come? And, and does he have a chance to you know, put together a big season and maybe a guy that might wait until the spring period to make his commitment? You know, I know Sam is, uh, um, 
is uh, is torn a little bit. You know, football is, is a really big thing for him as well. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, so, so like last weekend, he, he missed a few things and, and stuff like that. And he's actually not going to be playing with us the rest of the, the, rest of the month. Um, you know, between football, between playing locally, between doing some of those kind of things, that uh, uh, that's going to be kind of tough for him. So because of that, I would say that I, I wouldn't expect to see him you know, pick up any quick offers, those kind of things. I think he's going to probably play out in high school season and kind of see what happens between football and basketball. Back over now to the uh, class of 2019, guys getting ready for their junior seasons. And uh, a couple of guys, let's start with Patrick McCaffrey, uh, a name that people know everyone's waiting for him to officially make that commitment to Iowa. Uh, Does Patrick get a bit frustrated because everybody just assumes that he's going to be a Hawkeye? Or does he understand that's the way it is when your dad's a head coach? Yeah, you know, I think I think about six months ago he was starting to get a little bit frustrated by it. And I think, you know, as time has gone on and he's continuing to develop and just been around it, I think he's, it, it's, it's kind of just a joke now. It's kind of, you know, we just kind of laugh about it. But, you know, he, uh, uh, he was telling me a story. He went down to the, the uh, NBA Players Association Top 100 camp, which was at the University of Virginia every year. It's a really big deal. Uh, you know, they only invite 100 kids uh, from any class all over the country to go to that thing. And he was, he was in attendance of that um, on June 15th. And well, June 15th is the first day that, June 15th between your sophomore and junior year is the first day that NCAA college coaches can start calling these athletes and getting them on the phone. And, um, you know, Patrick's rooming with a kid that's another, you know, top 20, top 25 kid. And, and that guy's phone was just blowing off the hook. It was just ringing and ringing, and he was starting to get annoyed by it. And text messages, and Patrick never got a phone call. Uh, I think his mom called him once. She was asking how things were going and stuff, but, uh, but that was about it. So, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting um, because he's a, he's a top 25 player in the country, and, uh, you know, he, he's got one scholarship offer. But, it, but it's a pretty big one, and it's, uh, and it's bad. And I think people are, are just assuming that that's where he's going to end up. Um, you know, would he would he like the attention? Sure, but he also knows that that you know that that stuff isn't that important. And uh, and I, I know that uh, he just continues to work on his game. He continues to play hard, and uh, he cares a little bit more about winning this time of year, I think, than the attention that the college coaches are bringing. What more in that class? Uh, Dylan Jones, a kid from Waukee, another one here, Central Iowa. I've seen a whole bunch. I have absolutely fallen in love with this kid's game. Six foot eight, athletic, can put it on the floor, do a lot of different things. Uh, are we going to see this maybe out of that group, the kid that has the chance uh, to blow up with a lot of offers here uh, for the class of 2019? Yeah, you know, there's there's two or three kids in that class that I think are going to uh, they're, they're really going to explode here in the next few weeks um, or, or next few months as they get into their high school season, possibly. But uh, and, and Dylan's definitely one of those guys. He uh, um, it, you know, when we talk to college coaches, when, when we talk recruiting, uh, you know, guys that are, that are big um, don't necessarily always play to their size. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of, you know, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, kids that play like they're 6'7", or 6'8", and you see a lot of 6'8", kids that play like they're 6'2". And, um, you know, guys, want, guys that are big that play like they're big, and, uh, and, and the, real, the real thing people are looking for and college coaches are looking for is they want guys that have a motor. Uh, they want guys that, that will play hard all the time. That, that really, they really understand uh, um, how to push the limits and, and those kind of things, and, and just coast all the time. And Dylan's a big kid that knows he's a big kid, and he plays with a motor. And 
and those kids get recruited like crazy. I, I would expect him to, uh, to, be, to be really popular here in the next few months. One more uh, down a class, the 2020 class. A uh, guy just completed his freshman year down at Norwalk. Bowen Bourne, uh, a dad with a, a name that a lot of people remember from around here. He is lightning quick. Uh, before I called the first game, I, I was told he is like the Steph Curry of Central Iowa. Is that pretty fair for Bowen Bourne? Uh, you know, he, he's really good. I, I was just talking to a college coach this morning about him, and he reminds me a lot of uh, Spencer Haldeman, who uh, yeah. he's a sophomore now at, at the University of Northern Iowa. And, uh, um, and just in, in his development, that he, he really, really can shoot it. But but he can pass, he can handle it, he can defend. He does a lot of other stuff that people don't talk about as much just because he shoots it so well. But, uh, um, you know, it's it, it a little early in the game for Bowen because he's, he's, still, uh, he's still growing. Um, you know, I, I don't know where he's going to top out at. But as he gets taller, as he gets physically stronger, um, man, he's going to turn into a heck of a player. He's, he's, uh, he's got a, an, an unbelievable feel for the game. And part of that's just being around his dad. And his dad obviously works in the NBA circles. And he, uh, he knows a lot about the game. And, and uh, I'm sure they sit down and watch a lot of basketball together and, and, and talk a lot of hoops. And, uh, you know, it's really rubbed off with Bowen. He's, uh, he's got an uncanny feel for it and a great basketball IQ. Well, for uh, people who want to follow along coming up this week as you guys make your way out to Vegas, uh, tell us a little bit about the schedule. I, I know you guys do a lot with Twitter and and uh, Periscope where people can catch your events. Let everybody know if they want to watch some Barnstormer hoops this week. You know, we, um, uh, our first games will start on Wednesday night. Um, you know, and I'm going to be talking Pacific time here because we're going to be out in Las Vegas. But our first game will be uh, 6 o'clock Pacific on Wednesday night. Um, I know our 16-11 team plays the Compton Magic, which is the team that they just did the, uh, the Netflix, just did a big documentary on the Compton Magic. Wow. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they, uh, uh, if you haven't seen it, I would recommend watching it. It's a pretty cool thing. But uh, there, there's a big movie out on it right now on Netflix. But they, uh, um, you know, they're one of the top traditional programs in the AU circuit, so it's a, kind of a neat challenge for them. And I know we'll be, we'll be live-streaming that game all over Twitter. Um, if you search for the Iowa Barnstormers on Twitter, you'll probably come up with two things, our, us and our, our football counterparts. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, you'll be able to watch us live there. Our seven teams, I, I don't know their schedule off the top of my head. Um, and, again, I'm, I'm driving down the road here, so I can't really look it up. But, uh, um, you know, seven teams will be starting Wednesday night, and the 15 then will start on Thursday morning. But, uh, you know, it should be really neat. So we'll play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, again, this is another live period and college coaches will be in attendance and, uh, um, you know, it's hot out in Vegas, but, uh, we'll be in a cold gym and hopefully we'll be, uh, hopefully we'll be playing really well. Good stuff. Well, Greg, always good, uh, catching up with you, talking some hoops during one more, uh, Iowa versus everybody. It's a t-shirt that is sweeping the state. <laughs> Tell us about how this thing came about. I wondered if you were going to ask about that. You know, uh. Uh, we started that when when we were uh, when we were down in South Carolina at the Adidas Gauntlet Finale, which is the kind of the culmination of the Adidas circuit, uh, where where they take all the top teams from Adidas and we play in a kind of a championship tournament to try to uh, to crown the, the Adidas Summer Champion. Um, we uh, uh, you know we were we were doing very very well at that tournament. Actually, our our sixteen on the team, our tenth graders, uh, Patrick McCaffrey, Dylan Jones, and those guys, we won that event. But uh, 
uh, our, our 16-year-old team um, was, was watching our 17-year-old team play in the semifinals. And it was, it was a crazy game, and, and, and we were playing kind of a more local team. And the whole gym was cheering for the other team. And then we had our, our, you know, our 10 kids from our 16-year-old team were, were, were really trying to, to get our 17s going. And uh, it, it felt like it was Iowa versus everybody. And uh, uh, Patrick McCaffrey kind of coined that, and he, you know, he, he, they started chanting that a little bit, and it just kind of caught fire. You know, a couple of hashtags on Twitter and things like that, and uh, everybody started talking about it. So when we got home on Sunday, we, uh, um, I had been talking to Patrick about it. He thought it would be cool to make some T-shirts like that. Um, then we came up with the idea, you know, obviously Patrick has a connection with cancer that he likes to give back a little bit. And uh, you know, we, uh, we we thought we'd, we'd, we'd sell some T-shirts, give some money back to uh, to, to a cancer foundation. We uh, um, so we did that. You know, on Sunday night, uh, produced T-shirts by Monday or Tuesday. All of a sudden, on Wednesday, we put it on uh, on all of our Twitter and on eBay and, and things like that. I tell you, we sold 880 T-shirts in the next 48 hours. So it's, it's just been unbelievable. Some of the uh, uh, you know some of some of the uh, uh, the response that we've gotten through this thing, and, and it kind of got out of hand. I, I have no idea how I'm gonna how I'm gonna pack and ship this many T-shirts, but we're gonna find a way to get it done. It's, it's pretty cool. That is awesome. And a website, iowaverseeverybody.com. Great stuff there. Greg Steven joining us with the Iowa Barnstormers coach. Safe travels to Vegas, and you know we'll be keeping an eye on you out there. Okay, I really appreciate the interest. You guys have a great day. Great stuff there. Greg Steven, the head coach for the Iowa Barnstormers, appreciate him giving us a little bit of time here today as we wrap things up. That'll do it. We are out of time. Back at it tomorrow, Jimmy B and TC. Late night tonight as the Cubs and White Sox are happening right now. Looking forward to Bortolo Cologne on the mound for my Twinkies. We got baseball. We got a lot of things to get into tomorrow. Big Ten media days continue. Some news and notes on basketball. Eh, It never ends here on Jimmy B and TC. Back tomorrow at noon. Have a good afternoon, everybody. We will talk to you then. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager at Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud sponsor of the Polk City Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Polk City. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these members. Boulders Inn & Suites, Polk City. Country Clippers. Ethos Design Group Incorporated. Grinnell State Bank. 95 KGGO-FM Classic Rock. Metro Waste Authority. North Polk Community School District. Polk City Chiropractic. Provident Consulting, South Story Bank and Trust, The Cutting Edge, Tournament Club of Iowa, the Polk City Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these members. Learn more about the Polk City Chamber of Commerce online at polkcitychamber.com. Progressive presents Mindfulness with Flow. You feel an overwhelming sense of calm in three, two, one. Your home and auto insurance is bundled like a baby in a warm, buttered blanket. The money you save rains gently down upon you. In bills, not in coins, because that would probably hurt. Worries drift away when you bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. 
Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. A Wendy's Frosty is something special. And for a limited time, a Frosty is just 50 cents. An American classic for a classic price. It's not quite a milkshake, not quite an ice cream cone. It's definitely chocolate or vanilla. That choice is on you. Use a spoon or a french fry. Anything goes. A Frosty makes summer special. Yep, there's nothing quite like a Frosty. And there's nothing quite like this deal. A Frosty for 50 cents. Get yours before this deal melts away. Small Frosty only at participating Wendy's for a limited time. Offer not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Switch to AT&T prepaid and get two months of free service with no annual contract on AT&T's network. Two months free, huh? You know, my wife wanted two months free. Then she jetted off to the Canary Islands and met some tennis pro named Sergio. Kevin? She doesn't even like canaries. You want to stick to the script, please? Right. Sorry, Dan. It's Don. Don. With AT&T prepaid, you can watch all of your favorite shows with no annual contract. Wow. No annual contract? No commitment at all? Remind you of anyone, Don? Maybe your wife? Bingo. Can we wrap this up, Kevin? Oh, sorry, Doug. That's prepaid your way from AT&T. Great. Thank you. Sure beats whatever Sergio's offering. Okay, that's it. I'm cutting the legal. Limited time offer. Requires payment at activation. Taxes extra. Account must remain active on $45 or $65 plan and cannot lapse to get bill credit for third and 12 months. Fees, coverage, and other restrictions apply. Details at att.com slash prepaid. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, 